Putin Bradvast. Can you hear me? I definitely can. Can you hear me? I can hear you. So, hello and welcome to our second or maybe our first official episode of Putin Bratwurst. My name is Simon and I'm talking to my lovely friend over in Quebec, Canada, Philip. How the hell are you doing? I'm good. I feel good because I've just done my uh, weekly cleaning. So I feel like my apartment is a comfortable place to be, which is great. <laughs> How oh, are you that's doing? Great. That's great. Uh, I'm doing fine, especially um, I've... Did I tell you all the streaming services that we're on right now that you you guys who listen to this you can if you don't like the sound quality on Anchor if you don't like the sound quality on Spotify if you just don't have enough apps on your phone there are some more apps you might need to download because um, we are on more platforms right now than ever before um, are you ready for the list do you have all of them written down I do have them written down because I don't know half of them. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm all ears. Let's go. All right. So we are on Google Podcasts, which is mm. obviously the Google's own podcast um, system. We are on Spotify, which is the one I always use and I love. But I love all of them, of course. We are on Breaker Podcast. We mm. are on Pocket Casts. That's the one I use. Oh, that's the one you use. Oh, great. Yep, is yep, that, yep, is yep. that a, a popular one in Canada? I honestly don't know. I was looking for like um, what are the best um, podcast apps out there, and I had some. Are, are, do you have an iPhone or uh, Android? Uh, I am using Android. So same, and uh, there's a thing called Google Rewards. I don't know if you know about it. I don't know if it's available in Germany, but you just send, uh, answer some surveys and you get some money back. And I, I I wanted to buy like a pay for a great podcast app, and that's the one they recommended. It's free now, but it used to be a used to, to, to pay for that. So it's a great, great regret. Great app, yeah. It's good we're cool. on it. It's good, yeah. It's good. very good. And we're not only on that, we're also on Radio Public. And um, hopefully we're going to be on Apple Podcasts soon as well. So, yeah, the thing is growing. Even though I, I don't know at this point if it's, if it's a positive thing or negative thing, um, if a doctor will have to remove it at some point. I don't know about that. But this far, we're, we're growing like the coronavirus is growing in <laughs> Asia. Oh, <laughs> I hope it won't stay just in Toronto, in Canada, though, because that's the case for the coronavirus. Is oh. there any case in Germany right now? Uh, we do have a couple. Um, uh, but it's as far as I know, and um, we only have like a few from... I, I think we have no deaths at this point. Mm -hmm. so I'm sorry if, if someone's grandma died of it. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I think it's really, it's a small number and they totally have it under control. Mm. And so far, there's no wider spread. Like uh, outside of China, the, the spread isn't that big. I think it's only in, in, in Korea, I heard. They have like a, there's like a cult. Have you heard that? In yeah, yeah, Korea? I heard about it. Crazy stuff, yeah. What the fuck? Like, like, how did they? It's super weird that only this cult, uh, the members of the, that cult, were able to spread it that far. Like, what have they done in order to? They waited it? so far. It's uh, it's such a, I don't know if I would call it selfish, but just like no thought for anyone kind of mentality is just disgusts me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well um, we can talk about that a little later as well. I also mm. just wanted to tell our um, audience that we're. 
we're trying to switch it up a little bit and by having three takes with our mm -hmm. ep with our episodes so it's um it's a little bit easier to um to structure it for you guys who are listening if you're you don't want to listen to the whole thing at once now is the best chance to do that um and yeah we're figuring this out but um i'm very positive with it um yes so do we want to talk about the elephant in the room since i'm from germany i mean do you want me to to tell you how i heard about it uh because it's, yes. it's not it's, it's no, not tell me what you heard tell me what you heard so uh i think i don't think i told it in the first episode and uh, i'll tell it again but i work in international affairs so i work in a in a international relations office uh and uh one of my responsibility as uh someone working in the field of diplomacy is uh, knowing what's going on in the world, right? So yeah. I follow a lot of uh, news pages, especially European and Eastern Asian uh, things, because these are my main field of interest. And uh, I, I follow, you know, uh, yeah, newspaper, a lot of French newspaper for the, my European news, of course. And that's where I, I heard about a, a shooting in, um, what's the name of the city again? Hano, something like that? Hanau, which is uh, very right. close to Frankfurt. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I, I was reading the news, as my and my boss is is half German. So uh, his mother is from uh, is from Germany, and his father is from Quebec City, which is interesting, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so I instantly went to to tell him, like, uh, you know, have you ever had this? Like, what is this? And, and everything. And um, yeah, we had a discussion about it, and it resonates a lot with people uh, from Quebec City because we had a shooting too uh, years back. Um, I don't know if you heard about that, but uh, some guy entered a mosque in Quebec City and shot down a few guys. And, uh, yeah, uh, he's in prison now. Uh, crazy story. So I, I, I'm the one who wanted to bring, bring it up because I think it's a, it's a very um, modern thing in the Western world, and I thought maybe it would be interesting for you and me and for our listeners to hear the different perspectives from uh, uh, Western Europe and Eastern America, right? What have you heard about um, about the motive of the, the killer? So what they say around here is that he made like a manifesto before doing it, or some video or something. Um, and it was, uh, he, he, was, he was aiming at uh, Middle Eastern, Jewish and Asian people, if I remember correctly. And they say he had, he had ties with the white supremacist ideology. Uh, so that's pretty much what I know. Yeah, I I, I actually read the manifesto, even though yeah, I I don't wanna I don't wanna go too much into detail with it with that because that's exactly what the guy wanted us to do. Right. But just a short thing, like uh, it's a twenty-five long uh, manifesto, which is it's uh, many times it's just fucking weird. Like it's. It's not even, you know, it's not like a, a hate speech or something. It's weird. He's talking, like, he is a racist. And he, he sees mm -hmm, um, all these different a, um, countries. He gives, like, mm -hmm. a whole list with, like, 15 countries where he thinks they deserve to die in order to make this a better world. Um, he goes into stories of his, of his um, youth and, um, and encounters he's had with... Um, Germans of diff with a different national background, right. and he just says, "Okay, they're lazy. They are under our level." Really, the the basic um, Nazi stuff you got there with race, uh, mm -hmm. like a race war kind of kind of mentality. Yeah, eulogy. Yes, yes, yeah. and um, 
and but the main thing and which is also like one of the things to where i think that that makes him not your typical um, white supremacist is the guy really thought he was really really um paranoid and he thought he was being watched since the age of a child by some secret service like not not the official ones it was like a, a secret service that's above all the others and they were watching him and he was totally convinced of that he thought that he he says like his very first child memory was of them speaking in his head like he heard them and he was referring back to that and he also thought or that said that um, many things that happened around the world were because he thought of them like he says 9-11 he dreamt of it like a few nights before it happened he um he says the iraq war um the way it happened he dreamt of it and he he thought of it um then donald trump's election he thought of many things donald trump said before donald trump said them and he even thought of some Hollywood movies uh, before they made, like he says that um, he said to a friend that he liked uh, the Clint Eastwood movie where um, where he's like the prisoner in uh, in Alcatraz. I don't know what the movie is called. It's like a pretty old movie and he escapes Alcatraz. And he was so amazed by that movie that he was talking to a friend and said, uh, oh, I wish they would make like a series about that and, and show some more. And then a couple of years later, Prison Break, the series, got um, got made. And he thought that, well, that must be because the secret organization that's listening to my thoughts and what I say um, also controls Hollywood. And they do that in order to, I don't know, communicate to me and, and say that what I am thinking is right. What a and deranged so, individual. What a deranged and, and fucking lonely individual he he i think the yeah. he was he died now with age 42 living with his parents he never ever had and he writes that as well never had an uh, a girlfriend and i i think he died a virgin wow. and he says in he he says that he well first of all he the the picture he has of women is pretty sick like he says only they have to look a certain way and have to be mm. at a certain level of beauty and blonde and have big uh, big uh, breasts and stuff in order for him to like them. So otherwise yeah, yeah, he wouldn't yeah. even bother. But he goes to to university in Germany and he and there he he doesn't find uh, like he he's I think he dates a girl, but her, her parents think he's kind of weird, and he thinks it's a secret organization telling them oh, no what to say, and so so that m- makes it impossible for him. To, to have a relationship, which he also admits. And, you know, so, so he lives his life without, well, with really without a love and someone who, who says, well, wait a minute, you're talking bullshit. And so he, he goes into, goes online, he, he reads about other people who are mm-hmm. similar to him. He reads, you know, he also, online you find every bullshit and you find all these conspiracy theory, theories, you find... Mm-hmm a lot about race and about you know why you should hate a certain group of people and he did that and he found a great uh, spot to do that and then he decides to do that horrible thing which just happened in Hanau um, where he shot up um, I think uh, right now it's 11 people uh, including himself who he killed last obviously and he even called killed his own mother his 72, 72 yeah. year old mother. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, um, that's crazy. And uh, and I, I think even more people are um, 
uh, injured. Um, mm -hmm. I saw like there are some videos of some people who who, who are uh, in the hospital and who saw their friends die. It was basically he, I think he shot a, a, a shisha club and he shot like where they smoked the water pipes, and he shot in the, uh, I shot up a restaurant. I'm sorry if I got this not right, but it doesn't even matter that much. Like the thing is he shot up locations where you would know that um the chances are you'll find there, yeah chances are high you're gonna you're gonna find some people who ethnic minorities or ethnic yeah. backgrounds and immigrant yeah, backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. so so that's basically where we are and he did that in order to gain first of all he wanted to make like a first step towards his vision of a better world which is without um the race groups he um he killed and also um get a more attention to that secret service that he imagined. Um, he managed to do the second, I guess, even though not many, um, many news articles, thank God, are writing about that. But he, he, he draw, drew a lot of attention. And, um, and now the thing is really, we have in Germany, and I'm happy I can say that um, with international listeners, and I can say it to you, we have a problem with neo-nazis with fascists uh with a, a pop a growing populist movement in germany and also these kind of things like terrorist groups terrorist attacks within the last year there have been a couple of them there has been a shooting at uh outside of a uh um, a synagogue uh um where thank god he didn't get in but he was trying to kill jewish people right. we had we very famously had um the NSU, which is a terrorist group, uh, a couple of years back, killing many, many people over over, over years. And the thing is, in Germany, um, they're they're focusing on left word, uh, left winged um, terrorism. They're focusing on on Islamist uh, um, terrorism, but that we have a big problem with right winged uh, with fascist terrorism. I think the message needs to be emphasized more. I think we need to do more with that because our secret service is not doing enough. Our police is very, very weak on, uh, on fascists. They, many of them are even sympathizing with them. They're getting like a soft treatment. They're blind on their um, right eye. And it fucking annoys me. It makes me so pissed off. It hurts me. And... I just, I just want to say that that we we have to do something about that. This is not just one uh, deranged individual, even though he is that. But it's not just that. There's a big movement. There are many, many people in the underground who have the same vision, and we need to act now and stop these people. Yeah, for sure. And I have, I have a question or two for you regarding this, if if you want. Um... To go further in detail, sure. Do you think there is? Um, do you think they're not acting on it because it's kind of taboo and they're kind of denying the fact that it's a thing because of a history and just like, yeah, just like no, no, it's 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 not a thing anymore. Like it's it's just a taboo thing. We don't even talk about it, right? Uh, the, the the rise of of, of potentially for for right extremism. Do you think it's a tabooism or is an issue, or if it's not, what is the solution? You think? I think, um, first of all, uh, the voter turnout in Germany shows that, uh, like it does in everywhere in the, around the world, um, that um, 
right-wing parties are gaining more momentum, especially if they're populists and if they uh, if they show that they are different from the mainstream parties. So mm-hmm. I think that makes some uh, politicians who who don't want to lose their seat, who don't want to have like a shitstorm on their hands, that makes them a little hesitant to speak out about these issues because they might lose voters for that. Right, and obviously, right. when when the top does that, it trickles down, and you have that down to the lowest levels. Um, yes, I do think that um, that our history is one th- uh, one thing red flag where you maybe don't want to because we're we are pretty proud of um, of um, of being aware of our own faults in the in the in the past, but I do think that. Um, that it also comes with a very great, with a greater responsibility than other countries. Mm. We need to show that we, that our past is something that we do not want to have repeated. And so I think um, that goes both ways. But, but besides that, it's, it's, it's also really, I think there's just a lot of racism where people say, well, I'm a cop or I'm a politician. I'm a white guy. I have all German roots and I, and 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 I sympathize a little bit more with the white guy, the white German guy who um, who is a, a xenophobe and hates uh, a certain race um, than the 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 brown or black skin colored person who uh, who who just thinks that I can't relate to, even though he's a German just like I am. Mm-hmm. So I, so I think that kind of um, it's 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 easier. For these people to to get into the the mindset of a fascist and to get into the mindset of let's say a uh, an Islamic terrorist, so I think that you know the one you the evil you know is not as scary as the one you don't know, at least in your personal viewing, and I think that plays a role as well. Mm. Interesting conversation. The thing is. It's funny how here, and uh, I might not be a good uh, representation. I don't know how, how much I represent the general population, but we tend to say that regarding um, you know Second World War and everything, Germans are the example to follow. You know, yeah. that's how that's that's how we that's how it's discussed here. When you compare it to like uh, Japan, for example, uh, we say you know the German they 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 know uh, they they assumed you know. It's fine. They they like they moved on. It's an example of how we should move on. Look yeah. at the German. They did well, you know. The European Union. They leading now. Like they're about they are about uh, the whole world and everything. So, but then you say this. So for me, it's, it's a confused, confusing statements because the, the general idea here is that you know uh, you guys are the example to follow when it comes to uh, past atrocities or whatever. Well, yeah, but. You know, you have to you have to ensure that these kind of things don't happen again. And right. and and this goes way deeper. If you ask my personal opinion, I think um, it's you know you don't become a, a fascist just because you want to. I mean, this this individual is a special case because he's just uh, he's just very very negatively special. He wasn't like in a big group or anything. He was mm-hmm. just you know he's just a confused person wh- who. Who found himself a home among these theories, right? Um, but if you, the, many many of those people are people who just need a group to be with, be in, and they need uh, 
they need the feeling that they belong to something. And I think that mm -hmm. there's a lot to do that has a lot to do with, uh, with where they are like East Germany, which is just not as developed, uh, economy wise as the rest of Germany. So they always feel that they're behind. Um, they also, they have never really been introduced and welcomed to, uh, to Western German, uh, Western German culture and, and how things work in capitalism at, um, after the Berlin Wall fell down. So, mm -hmm. they, you know, they, they, first of all, there was this enthusiasm and they're thinking, well, we're now one people. And then they kind of were left behind and people forgot about them. And then now, and they're like this, Germany still isn't the one country that we would like to be. We still, there are still a lot of, Uh, difficulties between East and West Germans and the, all, also these things need to be addressed and it, it doesn't work out by just uh, blowing money into the, their infrastructure to make it like a more nice looking place if the people mm -hmm. don't, in their heart don't change but you know these are all these kind of things and I'm, I'm sure we will have a lot of more situations to talk about that all I want to say about um, Hanna right now is just it's it hurts me it fucking does and uh, We need to watch out. We, everyone who's listening to this, no matter where you are, fascism and, and hate is just, it's, it, you should not give it any room in your life. You shouldn't give it room in your friends' lives. You should fight it wherever you can because when it all goes down, all we have is each other. And, and so befriend another and ask people questions and don't don't follow anything you, you read online and that gives you an explanation for the th things you don't understand you learn so much just by being curious and uh Absolutely. asking people um yeah so i agree with you education and um, just going to your the next person is uh, the best way to fight these things go to, go to, so go to south korea <laughs> meet, a, meet a crazy French guy, French Canadian guy, and, and befriend him. That's that's one way to, to have a better life. <laughs> But it's funny. Right, um, oh, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, Let's go ahead. take a short break, and um, we'll be right back. Global spread of autocracy. Try nine daily shit storms on Twitter. Try nine the latest gadgets and trends. Try nine. Everyday routine in the eye of inevitable death. Try nine. Try nine. Your source of freedom. Try nine. Nine is free to use, universally applicable, and comes with a sense of sophistication. Try nine. Nine your friends. Nine your parents. Nine your partner. Nine your boss. Give no fucks. Give a nine. And we're back with Putin Bratwurst. That was a great break. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, um, have you heard of my cues? Not at all. I was curious when you told me about uh, if I wanted to talk about this because I'm not aware. So, um, what I have to say is I'm, I'm a big fan of like these funny um, conspiracy theories. Like I know we just spoke about some crazy guy, but in general, people believing in, in some theories is, is something I find really, really interesting. Like, especially the theories, like to, you know, some things are really, really fucked up and some things are just, uh, you know, they could actually be a little, you watch the 9-11 documentary and, and like with the theories, like, uh, afterwards you might be thinking like, hmm, 
there is something about this. Yeah, the way Not they fell down, all it. that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the, one of the most awesome modern conspiracy theories is Flat Earth Theory. Of yes. course, yeah. I yeah. absolutely love these guys. It's 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 quite peculiar, honestly. It's uh, and it comes back. It all comes back to uh, what you said earlier in the podcast. Um, uh, I think it's a lot of people that want to yeah. uh, be part of of something because they probably yeah. were a part of something in their life. Never were a part of a hockey team. Never part of a chess team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that they, I they know. can be a part of something. And as stupid as it might be, at least they're a part of a group, right? I don't know. They yeah yeah they. They're now part of that that weird group, and and one of the guys. So the news. I don't know if if your listeners have heard of it, but Mike Hughes died. Mike Hughes was this like one of the the oldest oldest uh, fighters for the flat Earth theory. He did some wacky stunts, like he's a stuntman, and he's American, of course. And um, he did some really really crazy things to prove that the planet we're living on is actually flat as a table. And um, so what he did is he, I think it was in Nevada, somewhere in the desert. He, um, he built his own rocket and he shot himself up, I think around three miles in miles in the air in order to Whoa. see whether the earth, just as he thinks continues being flat or if it curves, disproving his theory and forcing him to, well, Give up on that that dream that we're living on a on a plate. And, so did he um, actually go? Did he actually flew three miles high? Sorry, did he actually do it? He did do it, and and there were, I think there was even a BBC team or something or a CBC team uh, wow. following him, and he did that. And the thing is, it worked. The the rocket worked. But, wow! So he's he's an idiot but, actually. But on his parachute, uh, didn't work. So the, no. guy, the guy shot himself up in the air three miles or something. And then the, the parachute just didn't work. And the camera team and everybody and himself just just had they to witness witnessed the witness man's his fall. death. He was just falling to, to death. And they, they, there was no safety precautions to save him. He just died. And, and I know this is tragic. This is a person with, who, with crazy, crazy theories and... Who who did that? He he worked his he he built his own own rocket ship and tried to to prove that. And it's sad that he dies because of that stupid thing. But then again, I'm thinking he might know. He might. I I wish I I I could have. There's a way to to read his last thoughts. Yeah. Like, fuck. Fuck. What am I doing now? They're right. This is. <laughs> there is a curve. What is what is he? You know. He and, and all the flat earthers who were probably waiting for him be like, yeah, he's showing them. We're finally going to have the proof. Well, no, I'm curious what they're going to say now. NASA, take that. And then the guy might know the answer and nothing happens. I mean, how tragic is that? It's heartbreaking. It is, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, you, you can salute his dedication, though. Like, oh, wow, you definitely like, can. You definitely that's, can. That's, I, there's not a lot of thing I believe in enough to do that. I think it's uh, maybe nothing. I'm, I'm not, that's it's, uh, it's, wow. It's but it's really. I think it's really like the guy. I'm very sure that if he had come down and told them, you know what, 
it's actually kind of curved. I think we're doing they wouldn't a believe big mistake. Him. We're really stupid. I, maybe maybe they would believe him. I mean, the guy dedicated his life to that stupid theory. So maybe I think if they believe one person, it might be that guy. Um, I don't. We, I honestly, I don't think so. They would say sell out, whatever NASA maybe, bought it and everything. Maybe. But that's but the thing with I, conspiracy theories; it never ends. There's it always never, yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. There's always something. Uh, it's it's funny because. Um, there's a there's a cool guy I like him a lot. He's a history teacher, uh, in a university in in Montreal, and uh, he makes like short YouTube videos about. He's trying to like make history simple, like telling very simple things. And one of his videos was like about how um, there's a misconception thinking that in the Middle Ages we thought the Earth was round, it was flat. It's not true. We know since like the Greeks that it's not yeah. round. It is not flat, and it's been like a consensus for a very long time the issue was either we were turning around the sun or the sun around us but the fact that the earth was flat was never a thought since the greeks and he made any he was interviewed on tv because his video was raided by a flat earther of quebec and he, he thought it was only an american thing he said i was i would never expect french canadians like the the votes like attacking my video like his comments are all people calling him like a, a liar and, and a communist and whatever you want so just like attacking him like violently and and it's, it's just, it just shows that it's a global thing right uh, yeah. we always think you said yourself like he's american of course but and I, I i was thinking the same i thought it was like a a thing like very popular in georgia or some state like that right no no yeah. it's, it's it's more global than than we thought apparently and it's uh it's fascinating because I remember when I did my, because I did my, um, it's hard to, because the school system is kind of weird here, but I did my physics, uh, mechanical physics when I was 17 mm -hmm. and the thing be that we do before uh, university here, I was doing natural sciences and our first exam, one of the first question was to prove the earth was round with, by recreating uh, something that a Greek dude did like 300 years before Christ or something like that. <laughs> it's like basic physics. It's like very easy. It's a few triangles. It's very easy to do, to calculate, but still, they still don't believe it. It's, it's crazy it's, to me. Yeah. It, it bring in, and it's, it's, yeah, it's everywhere apparently. Maybe, I don't know if it's in Asia and Africa, but it's at least in, in, in Western culture, it's spreading and it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's very interesting and it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just so, but, but on the other hand, like for the theory, there is nothing that could be better, more beneficial to to the the um, flat Earth the uh, theorists than the guy dying during his experiment. It's like you know because this is like yeah, there was NASA, they did that. It has to be them. Oh, you think you, know? you think they think they shut him down or something? Oh, like no, 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 no. I think they they might think that uh, his parachute not working. Yeah. I'm 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 convinced that they they say okay that has to do with with uh, with NASA blocking it. They he wouldn't Mike Hughes he's so good in engineering he'd never do that if he wasn't sure it would work, you know. So right. they must have something to hide, you know. So that's <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. 
that's that's very probable so that's the thing is i don't know i like i don't know these circles too much like it's probably you know, i heard youtube is a big uh, vector for that oh yes, uh, it is. yeah and i know there's a guy i get recommendations from him often on my on my i, I love youtube i'm always on youtube and uh and there's a guy uh i forgot his name uh oh it's simon dan so yeah he has oh, a show is he, he has like a the... show it's, He's, he's like a British guy sitting on his chair, and he, and he has a show called Flat Earth Friday. So every Friday, he, take, he takes on like a flat Earth video of YouTube, and and like shows how bullshit it is every Friday. And he has also a show called Tinfold Tuesday, when he takes Tinfold, on like oh, I love Tinfold hats. Yeah, it's, it's Tinfold Tuesday. So every Tuesday, he takes like a conspiracy theory thing and demolish it or something it's so a pretty what, wait, can can you say his name again simon it's I'm, simon I'm like yeah, like scientific simon dan like daniel simon dan yeah it's a, it's a, it's a YouTube simon account. dan like sci ah. like science like sci ah i see i see i see yeah yeah, yeah. I think he's a scientist. I think he's a physicist or something like that. And he's just very snarky in a way. He, he demolishes the people. I think it's a pretty funny channel if you're interested in the topic. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in the topic, but I'm just, I, I just, you, you got to appreciate these guys. And I, and I think there's a, a documentary on Netflix about, uh, about right. flat earthers. And mm-hmm. it's really, you, these, these are really just nice guys. And, and you see the, the main thing is for them to just they just want to hang out and have some people yeah. you know they want to they want everything like the things everybody really just wants in life when it comes down to to to, to it and and so it's they built it themselves that community and i think as long as they they're not forcing their will on other people as long as they're not violent and as long as they're not blocking big things which all, many of them are doing but if they're not blocking you know like nasa and stuff like that mm. um I, then i think i have nothing against them because it's then I, it's it's for them it's, it's like you know they're just some a bunch of crazy people you know believe what you want i don't care yeah i, I mean the rules it's pretty inoffensive it's not like anti-vaxxers that that, that i'm very oh, yes. against that I'm, assholes, oh, yeah. i hate i hate these people but flyers i, I mean whatever right it's just like yeah. it's a stupid belief and but you're not hurting anyone while well, anti-vaxxers are actually dangerous you know uh so maybe that's a topic for another time but, yeah, but, uh, yeah it might be it might be it's, we, uh, it's, it's we could talk about that for a long time probably i can yeah. I can, I can send you yeah maybe maybe another time we're gonna make our favorite list uh, like our favorite uh conspiracy theories lists like i have this there's this one he's a german guy and he's from i think something a special kind of the catholic church or something and he he gives these speeches and uh in the like like a a ted talk kind of thing where he proves that he's encouraging people to think beyond and he does that and I, I think I've watched like four or five hours of, of material of that guy on YouTube. Wow. And it, it's really he's not a good talker. And it's like really basic. His PowerPoint skills are very basic. There's nothing special <laughs> with that. But he speaks about things that are so hilarious. Like every like he shows a a, a cover of a Kanye West album. And he's like, you know that guy. Your kids probably not, because his audience obviously are only like 50 year old people who are lonely and he's like you know that <laughs> you know who that guy is that guy is kenya west 
<laughs> he's not even able to speak the name, but he's done his research. And he's like, look at his picture. Looks pretty normal, doesn't it? Well, look again. And then he zooms in. He's like, see anything? Like, no one sees anything. It's just closer. <laughs> and, it's, and it's, you know, in the, the picture, it has like a super shitty Google picture version where you don't, <laughs> you don't see anything. Like, let's get a little closer. And he's like on the on the pixel level, and the pixel have like a weird shape. And he's like, see the shape of the pixel? Let me draw a red line there. And you see like a like the that um what, what do you call the the sign of the devil? Oh uh, no, like that star. And you see that, and he's like, now you see that? It's a message. It's subliminal, but it's there. Oh. He's following the devil. And then he goes <laughs> on to other celebrities, and like Justin Bieber. Look at that. His face. You see the sign he makes with his fingers. You know what sign it is? It's an ancient sign for the devil. And it's, uh, oh, no. It's amazing. It's so great. It's cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy, uh, but it's, it's really, really cool. And it, Oh, yeah. And, and he's, also, um, saying, um, he's also saying that um, it, uh, these video games and stuff, because these guys obviously are super homophobic. And so he says that video games and all the things you do to your children, they're turning you gay. So he has like a, <laughs> he, shows, he shows the cover of... Um, uh, I think it's a Super Mario Galaxy, like it's a Nintendo Wii game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the and the the way it's written, uh, it's obviously it's like galaxy, so Super Mario's in the sky, and uh, it's it's like it's like in, in space, and there's like little stars that are just uh, they, that you see within the the writing of Super Mario Galaxy, and um, and the, and then he says. Do you see anything? And obviously no one sees shit. And then he says, like, look at the letters with the stars. And then he, he goes like, I M M R G A Y. You know what that means? I am <laughs> Mr. Gay. <laughs> and he's like, the children are reading that and they read that and they know the message. And you know, it's it's and you you're sitting there That's like crazy. What? what? Who does it? Who has the time to read that? And, and like, even if you give me I M M R G A Y, I would probably not think that it's, it means I am Mr. Gay. And it wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't turn you gay either, even if it, it was written that. It wouldn't fucking turn me gay. Like I'm reading a cover, <laughs> and the thing is, like, he shows. He has to show everything to the people. Like, no yeah. one reads it. No one gets it. And there's like no one in the audience who who's like. Well, I can't read, the, and I don't see anything thing suspicious. But I would surely like a dick in my mouth right now. No one says that. <laughs> but it's not, you know, how could you say that, uh, Mr. Gay? Actually, the gay too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's nonsense. It's, uh, it's like Alex Jones, right? He's, he's things that like the drinking water turns people yeah. gay, or something. Oh yeah, they had like the Mr. Um, gay. Alex Jones. It turned the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, the um, late? What is his name again? So it's a uh, John Oliver. You know of John course. Oliver, the yeah, one on Alex Jones. Him. Yes, I have seen that. That's the that's the the, the best one ever. It's just it's crazy. With, see, with all it, the, when, the medicines and all the, yeah. the like, the vitamins he gives people and stuff. <laughs> when he drinks that chicken broth thing, <laughs> 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 that's, mm, that's great. <laughs> you know what? Um, I have a friend. I have a friend of mine who is who's who's also a big fan of these conspiracy theories, and he he told me that that he he once made a Facebook page where he um, 
he wrote about um, uh, um, like eating light. You know, I, I, I there's a I, there's this, uh, another word for that. I um, it's um, hold on. I, I have to I have to uh, to look up the word because I, otherwise it's such just sounds so stupid. Um, obviously, it's not a vocabulary. Um, Is it eating real, light, like photophagy or something like that? Um, That's, this is like the Latin roots, I guess. Photo for light and phagy would be eating. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, light food? No, that's okay. That can't be right. Um, so that's it's like a thing where people think that they don't need to eat uh, like real food. They just sit in front of a certain lamp, and the lamp makes their makes them healthy and makes the stomach full. Wow. So they don't have to eat anything that they <laughs> have to chew. And there's actually people who believe it, and I think. Mostly, they again are desperate people. It's probably like people who have trouble losing weight, and so they think, "Well, yeah. I could just sit in front of a lamp, and that that won't make me fat." And so he started this page years back, and and he said he actually got a lot of messages by people who, and it was obviously like a, he was making fun of them, but there were many people writing to him who were really desperate and wanted like, "How do you do that? Do you, you do you have any hints? I want to do the same. It's so awesome what you're doing." And, and obviously he didn't help them. He just said, no, it's bullshit. But that shows you how easy it is to manipulate, to trick people into something like that. And yeah. to oh, yeah. probably even make money with that. He could just sell bulb, light bulbs and say, well, they're special, holy light bulbs. I shoved them up my ass before. And so now they, you can use them as well and they work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, most pseudoscience are like that, right? Just some guy with some some kind of legitimacy saying telling something and most credible people just people that need to hear what he says just get yeah. it and accept it and take it for granted and uh, i mean i'm very against sort of science in general so yeah i have a that's a that's a talk for another time probably uh what would you say yeah, I, I think so as well. I think uh, let's end our conspiracy theories at yeah. this point. Um, uh -huh. I, um, let's take a short break and uh, we'll be right back. The enormity of, of their flat brain, the enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. You have to do yourself a favor when you're out in the countryside and you see chicken try to look a chicken in the eye with great intensity and the intensity of stupidity that is looking back at you is just amazing by the way uh, it's very easy to hypnotize a chicken uh, they're very prone to hypnosis welcome back to putin bratwurst this is putin bratwurst your semi-monthly dose of fun and information so philip how's canada what's going on over there anything newsworthy to talk about here yeah so i thought maybe international listeners would be interested in a topic that is uh, not often discussed uh, um, about canada as a native the native canadians or native yeah. americans I, so it's racist to, to use the word the word starting with an e isn't it it's 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 very uh, yeah it's not a good thing to say. Uh, okay, let's, let's say. It's a, if you think if you're thinking of that, you're a racist. So stop thinking of it. I would say, and you know, it's a uh, like my my grandmother would say it, and I think that would be like expected of her because she's like eighty something. 
But yeah. I think if if a teenager would say it now, it would be very like like did you did you study in school? Like what what are you doing? You know, it's it's a very uh, uh, it's kind of a derogatory term. Derogatory term? No, yeah, it's it's mostly you use you use it to insult them usually, right? Yeah. So, no, we yeah. don't want to insult them. <laughs> so we usually use Native Americans uh, or or First Nations. That's mm-hmm. the, the the most politically correct term you can use is First Nations. Okay, um, then we're using that. All right. So uh, something that is that is uh, going on right now in British Columbia. Do you know British Columbia? Yes, I do. I well, I haven't so that, been there, but I know where it is. I haven't either, <laughs> but it's uh, the most <laughs> western province um, in Canada, right? And they have a lot of First Nations over there too. Um, and with uh, the price of oil going down, uh, producing petroleum is not as advantageous uh, as it used to be. So they're producing natural gas now, uh, mostly okay. for the Asian the, the Asian market. Um, wow. The issue is uh, the natural gas is not close to the ocean at all, so they have to bring it over there in an efficient way. So they want to make a gas uh, pipeline kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it has to go through a lot of First Nations land. So it and, has to be like a, a pipeline throughout the whole country, or uh, just in, uh, just south? in British Columbia, just in ah, British Columbia. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- th- there's, a, there's a talk for another time. The pipeline would go through the whole country. It's a big controversial issue too, oh. but not with not with native. Uh, but this this okay. case is mostly related to native. And I want mm-hmm. to hear your opinion on it because it's a very sure. dividing topic right now. Um, so there's two kind of leaders in the First Nations community. Okay, there's mm-hmm. what they call the band leaders that yeah. have been. It, it's uh, they're elected. And it's a system that has been put in place by the the government. It's not a natural okay. kind of leadership thing, uh-huh. um, but they have authority too. But some other communities they have hereditary leaders that have been like kind of kingish, you know, just like going through the, the, like bloodlines, and they're they're also leaders in the same right. What happened is that. Um, the bent leaders, the ones that are elected and everything, they agreed on a route for the pipeline to go through. Um, that would go through the territory for in exchange for large amount of money, and they would have to hire Native Americans to work on the construction to ensure that there's economic return on the construction, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, but so they they agreed and they wanted to start building the thing, but then the hereditary leaders they said, "Well, we never agreed on it." And the company said, well, it's too late. Uh, the plan is done, so we're going through the construction. Uh, you kind of you had to attend. You were not there, so kind of screw you, right? That's almost what they said. And, well, people, the, the, the Native communities that were um, related to the the, to, uh, the leaders that never agreed for the, the route uh, are very offended by it, of course. And they, are, they were protesting. Um, in the in cities in BC, there was some peaceful protests. There were... Um, like stopping streets and everything, and people non-native uh, were joining them to support them, right? Uh, usually environmentalists uh, that were against the, the production of gas and everything. And but they were the, the police just raided in and just arrested people and everything. So they took it to the next step. Okay, and that's where yeah. that's where that's where it's getting spicy because um, it's it's such a big national crisis right now that Trudeau had to cancel uh, international uh, travels. Uh, wow. To deal with the crisis right now, yeah, yeah, and we were in the minority government, so um, he's very weak. Um, so it's very spicy right now. So basically, what the native has decided to do because they could not get here is that they they started blocking railways. Okay, 
Okay. So they so they build structures on the railroads mm-hmm. to stop the trains from from moving, basically. Wow. And but the thing is, not only in BC, because natives all around the country in support of them started doing the same thing, uh, including ar- around Montreal right now. So the, most mm-hmm. provinces right now have issues with trains being stopped, and what it means is that people lost their job in the train industry already. They had to fire people because they couldn't pay them. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of natural resources, like propane to, to, for the farms and food, is not getting across the country. So, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, there's a shortage of some, some things right now because of that. Um, and, and it just, people just started being very angry at the natives and, um, there's a, um, a political analyst that I'm not a big fan of and you'll, you'll, you'll probably know why, uh, said two days ago in the news, he said, if, if I was a police, I'd just take a gun and shut them right in between the eyes, you know, people what are, the fuck? Yeah, 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 he said that on radio. People are getting very violent right now. And it always come back to a, a, a crisis we had in Quebec in 1990 where a police officer was shot by a native and crazy stuff. It's something you never hear about. Uh, they sent the army there. To, so the, the tensions, are, yeah, the tensions are very high right now. So what do you, what do you, I want your take on it. Um, so they're, they're rightfully like protesting. Uh, yeah. They're blocking railroads to protest, uh, you know, against, basically the whole country. Um, but people are in shortage of like, there was a, there was a, a pork producer in Quebec who said he had no propane to warm his porks for winter. Uh, so if he didn't get any propane soon, um, they would die basically. So um, who do, do you think it's fine what they're doing? Do you think it's too much? Do you think it's too big? Do you think you should protest otherwise? Or do you think it's legitimate and it's the right way to put pressure on the state to make a move? Would the state otherwise make a move? Is the question. Right, right, I... right now, the, right now, they're they, they're not dealing with the, the crisis very well. I haven't looked at the last updates. I'll be honest with you, uh, but um, the thing is, the company is is one side. On one side, a lot of natives are for the deal because people will work and everything. A lot of natives are against the deal. Uh, some parties are asking the government to just send the police and arrest everyone, while some parties are saying they're right to do this. And the government is kind of froze there. So they're, they're like, we should sit down and discuss. But do we, if you want to discuss with us, you need to stop the blockades. And well, for any of it, it's a, it's a lose-lose situation. Because like, if they stop the blockade, they stop the pressure. So if they go to the table to discuss, they have no leverage, right? <laughs> yeah. So so I, 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 what do you think about this whole situation? Well, what's your take on it? I want to hear you. I think... I, I'm. I think all around the world, we're now we're seeing these movements that want uh, demand power to the people. We see this with Fridays for Future, where kids are protesting and doing things that that are unheard of in the past. We we also see this in uh, in the U.S., where Bernie Sanders is starting a movement that uh, has the potential to shape reshape the country and give the people more power. Mm. So I think. Uh, for for uh, people so being suppressed like the first nations in in Canada um, I think you sh- you need to do things to be heard and I think you need to break some rules again I, I'm not saying I, I, I am absolutely saying that this has to be non-violently of course at all costs and at all times you need to stay peaceful 
But damn, you 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 you're gonna be screwed over anyway. So why not fight for the things you you that are on your side? I mean, I'm not deep enough into the the whole thing, but from my view, the the group of people who is weak and who is fighting against uh, the big guy. <clears throat> well, damn, damn right, you should fight. What are people losing their happening. jobs or not getting food because of it, though? What do you think about that? I think that's that's totally wrong, and I think that's a shitty thing. Yeah, and, and maybe they <laughs> should find another. Maybe they should find another way. Maybe they should. But I think if you, if what the media is doing and what our discussion is doing is, uh, if we focus on these things, then we're drawing away the discussion, and then we're doing all the big bad guy a, a big fat fucking favor because mm -hmm. because that's that's what you want that's exactly the, the same like when when you talk about Fridays for Future and people say well these kids need to go to school they need to finish school they can't just not go to school and there's going to be people who just don't want to go to school or lazy blah 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 well yeah 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 you're right you're right you're absolutely right with these points but that's not the issue the mm -hmm. issue is we need to save our fucking planet and in that mm -hmm. case You're absolutely right, and that's that's a shitty thing, and it needs to stop. But I think it's not only up to the First Nations to stop that from happening. It's also up to the big guy, to the, to the government, to also stop that from happening. That's my humble opinion of the situation where I haven't read enough about that. I'm just um, saying my opinion based on what you just told me. I don't have any like inside knowledge or anything, but I think because it's very cold right now outside. I feel like the government is stretching it out as long as they can for them to give up, right? Uh, I think there's a, it's, it seems like it's their strategy right now from, from what I see uh, from afar. I don't follow the case extremely closely. They, have, but they from, have all the time in the world. They have all the time in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the state has, but the, the free, the people that are, the, the, the First Nations freezing outside, they don't. It's, it's, it's hard for them to, to stay every day, all day long, on the railroad, um, it's tough, it's tough. And what I'm the most worried about is just the, the racial uh, tensions that it, it brings back. It's kind of a thing we, we dig up very, very, very not very deep into the ground and we forget about it for a while and then a crisis arrives and we dig it yeah. up again very easily and it just gets nasty. And it's on both sides, honestly, it's just... Like we don't discuss about it too much, and, and, and I know Canada has a reputation of being like such a peaceful country and everything, and a model for a lot of things. But apartheid uh, is, is kind of a thing here in some places, just natural apartheid. Like where I'm from, when I, where I was born, there are cities where natives live close to non-natives, and um, there's bars uh, that are only for natives and bars that are only for 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 um francophones and and if if you if you go in the wrong one you may you won't get killed or anything but people will stare at you and potentially you know invite you to go somewhere else you know it's mm -hmm. uh yeah it's, i think it's, it's something it's something an international audience should uh, should maybe if you're interested in a topic you should definitely do research on it it's um I, uh, yeah sure it's not discussed a lot so yeah and if it's something you guys are interested to uh If you can leave us comments or something, it's always a pleasure for me to. Yeah, to we, talk we about also it, we, you know? we we will have to to give a to to in the in the in the upcoming weeks we're gonna figure out how to communicate with our audience a little more, how to get in touch with yeah. you guys. So this is all a work in progress, and we yeah. 
Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do that. Also, I, I do not want to forget that we have a cover a picture, a cover picture, and mm -hmm. we we absolutely love it. Um, I only heard good things from from the people who saw it uh, so far. So a big shout out goes out to someone with a similar name to yours. Um, his name is Philip. He is uh, he's a co-worker of mine, and he's brilliant with um, with everything visual, and he's brilliant with everything else. Philip, we we love you, and thank you so much for a great cover. Yeah, thank that. you so much. Uh, uh, it's 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 very funny to see a picture of myself drawn like, in the cartoon <laughs> like this. I think it's a very awesome uh, cover art, and I want to yeah sincerely say thank you. Is it the Philip I met when I when I was in the no, Hamburg? No, it's it's no? a it's a different one. It's a different. Okay, one. okay, 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 okay. Um, I have a we're almost uh almost finished here. Yeah. I have a I have a a question like maybe it's even a little scientific, but it's a question that uh, uh the, it's one it happened in one of these moments where you where it's like three a.m. at night. And your brain starts to go crazy, and so mm. that that um, idea came to me. And I, I don't ask me why. Don't maybe I need to I need to to ask a psychologist why why questions like that come up at three a.m. But it came <laughs> up, and so I'm asking it. And if any one of you guys want to leave a comment or send us a message, reach out. I'm curious to know, and maybe you want to try it. What I'm thinking of is so. What happens if you fart in like a Zippo bag and you close it airtight and you leave it. What happens over time with that air? Is it just going to stay there? Is mm. it going to, you know, is it going to get like a little wet? Um, like, let's say you open it in two weeks time later. Is it going to still going to smell? Or well, let's say you open it like a year later, is it going to smell? If so, is it going to smell the same way it smelled fresh out of your ass? Or what's happening? And what if you store it? What if you freeze it? What if you put it in the freezer? What if you put it in a warmer place? How does it change? So, Wow, I've I don't never know thought about any, that. I, <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> but do you, do you have any opinion of that? I think it would depend on the environment it's stored in. Uh, if you if you mean like if it gets humidity and everything, if it, if it's in a very warm place, they might start to have like a. The thing is, I don't know what what is in a fart. From what I know, it's 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 um, it's CH four. It's a it's like it's it's a gas. It's me me methane. It's I don't a, know. It's called yeah. in English. Me yeah, methane. Yeah. yeah. Methane, I'm very bad yeah, at so chemistry, by the way. So if if this is like, yeah. I'm I'm like the chemistry was my worst subject in school. So. I'm so really I, 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 th I think I think the answer to your question lies in the chemistry. Honestly, I think it lies in what is the chemicals that get out of your ass when you fart. So uh, I think it would depend. Yeah, uh, and uh, if you very very if you seal it, I guess the gases that are in your in your your, your butt cheeks uh, will stay. But I don't know what composes the smell, but the methane would probably still be there. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. So you could you could light a fire with it still. <laughs> you well, know, it reminded me. There, you, there you have it, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip's take. You reminded me of one of the most disgusting story I've ever heard. It's a very short story. You want to hear it? 
to close it on a disgusting We're, statement? We, we've, we've already <laughs> went down that road, so we might as well go deep down to the muddy, muddy roads that are waiting us. So, it's just, yeah, it's just sure. about, about, about storing body stuff. So when I was okay. in, in high school, when I was in high school, there was a guy, um, he, I don't know why. So, so in third grade of high school, so we're around 15, I'd say, maybe 14. Uh-huh. Uh, some people went to Cuba uh, for, for a trip, whatever. Okay. And this guy, he told us something horrific that happened to him, okay? So when he came back, something... Okay, I'll tell the story from the beginning. It's, it's the first time I tell that story. It's not mine, I swear. <laughs> but you believe, if you want to believe it's mine, go ahead, okay? So the guy used to always jizz in, in a jar, okay? And kept the jar <laughs> in, in a hidden place in his wardrobe, okay? Oh, shit. And he like, filled up... Like every, every drop went in there. Yeah, yeah, so and he did, did it for, for for years. He kept all he, of the jars. Did, he, did it have like a lid that you just, would just open and close? Like, I don't, I don't know I, all the details. I guess it must have reeked. It must have reeked at some point. I, I, I don't. I, just making thinking about it makes me want to puke. But he kept them for a long time, and he okay. said that when he when he came back from Cuba, his mother like made a surprise to him to like make a a, a makeover of his bedroom, and he said the jars disappeared. <laughs> so his mother found like she wanted to make a surprise she painted the walls she cleaned the whole place changed the bed sheet everything and she also cleaned the wardrobe and he said the jars were not there when he came back from cuba and he said he never had a discussion with his mother about it <laughs> I, you know what i think i think she found the jar and she thought, okay, this is so weird. I need to change everything here to change the guy. Honestly, can, is... you, can you imagine finding this? <laughs> and he, he, said, he said with time, he became layered, just so you know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. That's how we finished it for the podcast. <laughs> I, I really, I'm really, how, how long, how long did he, did he fill it up? How much time went into this? I don't remember. I don't remember. From what I remember, it was a long time because he said he had he had a couple of uh, of containers. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Because you know, uh, you know that a, a a cum shot isn't isn't a lot. And if you if you want to know, learn a little bit more about that, I recommend one of the best episodes of my favorite TV shows of all time, which is Kenny versus Penny. A Canadian show. We're gonna talk about this. We have to talk about this uh, again later on. But I'm just yeah, saying, watch the who can uh, um, who can um, uh, produce more semen episode. Watch that. Oh my god! You're gonna know how difficult it would be to fill up a whole fucking jar of that. So I am here. Uh, I mean, I heard that story ten years ago. So uh, maybe my the details are kind of uh, blurry. But yeah, from what I remember, it was. Uh, Do you still know the guy? No, I haven't talked to him since I graduated. Oh. Yeah, he I was, he was I, kind of a friend. I, I, I was not a, like, my parents never met him. Like, he's not a close guy or anything. But he was, he was close to, like, a couple of my friends. Yeah, I'm not going to shout out his name. <laughs> what, a, what a legend, though. Uh, yeah. if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you are uh, the guy and you're listening to this, you're a disgusting piece of shit, <laughs> but I also think you're kind of cool. So yeah, th- thanks for um, making the the end of our podcast absolutely vile. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Um, 
so I think we're we're at the end now. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know if you want to keep uh, keep everything in your memory, but uh, from my side, guys, take care and love each other, and never say yes to fascist theories. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do you want to end up with the your, your little uh, German blurb and my little French blurb? Sure, you go first. All right. Well, uh, merci tout le monde d'avoir écouté. On espère que vous aimez ce qu'on produit. Puis à la prochaine. Thank you and uh, kein Fußbreit den Nazis. <laughs> See you again. See you next uh, in two weeks. See you then. Bye bye.